What up, folks? What it do? Welcome to the Best Advice Ever podcast. It's your boy, my good one, the Bowtie Comedian. So I'm back for another episode. I hope y'all are having an outstanding week. Happy hump day to you. I am excited for a few reasons. So one of the things that I want to be very intentional about is cut this podcast time down. And I know it's a lot. No, it's a lot. So I'm going to surprise you. Not going to surprise me because I know my capabilities. I know what I can do. We're going to cut a lot of the fat off the meat. The other thing I'm going to do is not say so. I ain't going to say it all, but I'm not going to say it in in the manner in which I was saying it before. I have a good friend of mine, uh, Trey Brave, avid listener to the podcast. So, bam. (laughs) There you go. Well, he, he sent me a text after the last one. was like, hey, we can up the ante for every time you say so. You send me a uh, cash out for $50. And I was like, well, let's change that to 50 cents. Let's do that. But point taken, you got to put some action behind your intention. And that's what I'm going to do. Outside that 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 little slip up I just had, that would have been $50 gone. So, dang it. <laughs> well, I can say so. I mean, that, that's the other thing, too. I can say so. I just don't need to keep so, 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 so. Now, I'll probably play a man. That's that's about $1,000 right there. As we start the show, as we always do, as I always do. On the road, man. I was on the road. I actually have been home. I have been home. I took time off for the end of the year. I've had a a great, it's been a great 2022, very active, a lot of momentum, a lot of great things happening. The event that I did in Cleveland was the last event officially that I did for 2022. I believe that was December the 23rd. And I didn't have a gig, a comedy show. My next comedy show is this week, Thursday night. I'll be in Orlando, Florida for the Hula Bowl. The Hula Bowl is a is a bowl game with guys that's trying to get to the league. So it's like a all-star type bowl game. And I've had a few weeks home with the family, which was important because we had a busted pipe in the office. So that required a lot of my attention. And I was around to help and assist and quarterback that. But I did do a podcast myself. I did a podcast. Shout out to my guy, Lamar Tyler of Traffic Sales and Profit. I did the Traffic Sales and Profit show. Hopefully, you know, you know, podcast work. This podcast comes out every Wednesday, but they are batching them. So they had a variety and a number of guests 
I believe he had five guests on the day that I recorded. So I recorded my show in Atlanta. I actually just drove over on Friday, did the podcast, drove back. Wasn't a lot of things happening on the road. I enjoy driving to a, a certain level. I, I'm not one of these people that just wants to drive. So I take a hit when I'm doing daddy duties and we're driving like we just drove to Jacksonville. That should have been a three-hour drive, maybe four-hour drive that became double that. I did not enjoy that. That was not something that I was sitting over in the driver's seat like, man, I'm I'm having a great time. I was like, no, bro, I, I don't, I don't like. I don't like this. My tap out time in terms of driving is about three hours. Three hours in terms of enjoyment of, of something that I readily do. I pop in the car, go three hours. If it's a family thing, I'll drive. It, you know, it, it, I don't know if I have a limit per se, especially if you look at flights versus how many people we take in. I'll do my part. But if I'm just driving for the family, I don't, I, I really, I think this summer, I've mentioned it to my wife, I would love for my, my kids to see the Niagara Falls. That would be interesting to figure out if we're going to drive or we're going to fly up. We'll probably fly, get a rental. But we'll see. But as it relates to on the road, three hours to Atlanta is cool for me. That gives me a lot of time to process ideas. When I was coming up in comedy, folks wasn't flying me places. I went. <laughs> Matter of fact, I, I don't really remember like some other comics. I, I'll talk to folks and have conversations around when you hit a certain point in your career. And one of those points in your career is when you started getting shows outside of the state. People are really clear about, oh man, in, in 2014 was when I got my first out-of-state gig. Fortunately for me, my mentor, Akintunde, I had out-of-state shows relatively quickly as it relates to the, uh, the trajectory of a career. I had them relevant, re relatively early because... They were his events, and he, he was bringing us on to do time. So they were my events, too. I was doing time at these shows. So I really, some of those mile markers I had pretty quickly because I was connected with someone who was pretty successful. And as I look back over my career, I think the biggest jump was, was flights. I think I was getting shows in South Carolina, but in the Southeast in general, it wasn't it wasn't uncommon for me to have a show in North Carolina, in Georgia, even even in the early parts of of my career, because there were churches, churches having these events, and somebody over in Dublin, Georgia, is like, "Hey, man, we need a comedian for this pastoral." anniversary this past appreciation i was like yep let's get it but at this stage of my career i don't 
I don't drive as much. And that I the drive, because I'm actively doing it, I can really think. On the on the flights, I I still have the I probably have the same amount of time as if I was driving to an event as it relates to the layover, the flight. But the way my I, I travel, air travel, I'm really not thinking about work. So I, that may be something I incorporate in 2023. You know, they say it's insanity is continuing to do the same thing and expect different results. So maybe in 2023, I'll go to air travel and use that time to get work done because I don't. When I air travel, I'm watching Netflix shows on the flight. I'm in the lounge because I'm, I can't, I, I can focus, but it's very distracting. I'm a people watcher. When I'm sitting in the airport, I, I'm, I'm like a, I'm like that dog on the movie Up. Every time you see a squirrel, I'm like squirrel. So I'm, I'm, I, it's a lot to process. Just walking through life. That's the difference between. I think comedians, people like, hey, man, you're getting you some good jokes. It's not that I'm getting jokes or not getting jokes. My my senses and my sensory processing is at such a high optimum level in terms of it's not dormant. It's, It's super active. And I'm not necessarily doing anything but just taking in all of of what i'm experiencing it 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 takes a lot so i'll see somebody walking and i'm like oh that's a nice coat oh man she got a limp oh that's a 2005 championship shirt from a particular team so i'm just always taking in information so i'm not able to kind of calm it down and focus on thinking about a joke or thinking about a skit that I want to write or thinking about a chapter of a book that I'm working on. So that, that's the challenge. I think I think in 2023, I'm going to be more, I'm going to lean into the things I really would prefer not to do. I'm going live. I'm going live more. You can hear it. My wife, she, she, she always gives me a hard time. She listens to the podcast. She tries to listen to seven of them at a time. It, it's very, very bizarre. So, I'm going to say this today, but she won't hear this until March. <laughs> but yeah, I'm on the road this week, but I, I had the opportunity to run up to Atlanta. And hopefully when that when that podcast pops and drops, pops is not the word, but drops, I'll get the information out to you. All right. This is the moment you've been waiting for. I don't, I don't think you've been waiting for it, but this is the moment where we talk about the best advice ever. This is the best advice ever that I'm going to give you. And this is something that I had something else prepared, but I do a, a weekly email. I do a weekly email. And so today's email sparked this idea that I want to share today. And the best advice ever that I want to share as we're starting or in the beginning of 2023 is something that I'm telling myself for 2023. And it's simply to give yourself grace. 
I've realized that I am a person that I can be a lot. And it's for a few reasons. One of the reasons is I'm very critical. So I'm very critical. I'm always seeing the critical thing. There's things that I'm like, why didn't they do this this way? And, you know, why didn't you? So I'm, I'm initially critical. I'm not negative. But if you hear so much criticism, it sounds very negative. So I'm very critical. The other thing is I have a, a very, uh, I think my sense of humor, it's taken me time to realize the strength of it. It's, I, I often talk about comedy and, and what how comedy has affected me. Similar to the suit, the, the superhero Venom from Spider-Man fame where, where basically the suit took over the man. I felt that's how comedy was when I first started. Or even as a younger person. I didn't necessarily control my comedy. My com comedy controlled me. So I would say things without thinking about the things. My filter was non-existent. I had zero filter. No filter at all. So I would say things that would have been better processed than said. Like, don't just come out of the gate. And everything I thought, I didn't realize that I didn't have to say. That there's this, there's this, uh, there's this concept of keeping it real. I'm, I'm keeping it real. And so I would say things to people that would hurt. I'm revamping the word of the day and in, in one of some of the segments, I'll say one of the biggest lies that we learned when we were children is six sticks and stones may break our bones, but words will never hurt us. I've never had my bones broken. Not from sticks or stones, but you know what has hurt me? Words. And especially, this is back to the best advice ever, especially words that I've said to myself. Comments that I've made to myself. My internal dialogue that hasn't been very kind. So I offer you in this episode, the best advice ever is give yourself grace. It's okay. You're doing a good job. You've accomplished a lot. In this email that I wrote today, I had a unique perspective on things that I've, I've never had before. And one of the comments that I made in the email was I found a notebook. I was going through this comedy notebook and I would, at, when I first started, and I need to get back to this practice, back to 2023 being the year of resurgence, getting back to the basics. But one of the things I would do after a comedy show, I would make notes to what happened. Not like there's one element of when I when I review a show, I review the content, the material. I go through how much time I did and which jokes I did. But then there's another element of what happened. How was the event? Who was there? What time was it? What were all the all the pieces surrounding 
the event? Did I have to rent a car? Did I have to fly into the place? Was this a formal event? Was this event that they held in the sanctuary? Was this an event that was open to the public? Did they sell tickets? So I had kind of more detail inside this notebook and I found an entry from from 2013. I found something for 2013 and I was reading it and, and so the idea I came up with in, in, in the note in the email that I that I wrote this today was that I believe that the 2013 mic would be in awe of the 2023 mic. Like 2013 mic would be so blown away by what we <laughs> have accomplished. I've never had that perspective before. I've always had the perspective of 2023 Mike looking back at 2013 Mike being a little bit disappointed, being a little critical, being very judgmental. Like, man, if you would have, coulda, shoulda, woulda, all, all those things, looking back, hindsight being 2020, I have no idea what that means. I need to research that. Matter of fact, somebody send that information into me. When people say hindsight being 2020, I understand that the concept of it. If I know what I knew then to what I know now, but when people say hindsight being 2020, I'm not always certain what hindsight is. I think hind is like a deer. So deer sight being 2020. How, yeah, so... Interesting enough, I had an epiphany, possibly, that, man, how would 2013 might view 2023 might? And I've even, I've been as flagrant to say, if I were to see, like, today, if I were to walk downtown, you know, in some type of Marvel DC type universe, and I saw 18-year-old me, I would punch him in the face. Like, that's that's my sentiment of how I feel about some of the decisions that I've made over the course of my life. And that's, that's very unfortunate that if I saw my 18-year-old self, I, I, I've said this. I've said this to people audibly. I've not just written this down. I've not thought it. I've said it. Kind of facetiously, but I've said, hey, man, if I ever saw my 18-year-old self, I'm punching him in the face. On sight. Y'all know what on sight means. On sight means no commentary, no greetings. It's I see you, bap, bap, a two-piece, a biscuit, and some sweet tea, right? That ain't right, like Chris Rock said. That ain't right. Hey, man. Punch in the face? Come on, bro. Because what really 18-year-old Mike needs is a hug. That dude needed a hug. That dude needed somebody to say, I believe in you. I got you. Boy, you're going to be amazed at what you accomplish in your life. So that's what I'm saying for the best advice ever. Give yourself grace. In the midst 
of what all that you said you was going to do. You said you by this time last year, you would be down 20 pounds. I know. You would have $10,000 saved. I know. You would have finished that book. I know. You would have started working on your master's. I know. I know what you said. And you didn't do it. And it's okay. So give yourself some grace, people. Give yourself the ability to grow. Give yourself forgiveness, sympathy, empathy, and, and more than anything, give yourself some encouragement, man. Give yourself a pat on the back. Good job. Good job. G-O-O-D-J-O-B. Good job. Good job. With two claps. I used to say that to my kids. I, I think I heard a, a speaker do that one time. Good job. Good job. Good job, good job. G, J, G, I can't even. <laughs> the word of the day, man, can't spell good. And good is in my last name. G-O-O-D-J-O-B. Good job, good job. So at my gym, right, I don't have, they have to scan. You got to download this app to scan yourself in. I don't, I don't do that. I don't need another app on my phone. I'm very, I'm very stubborn about some silly stuff. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I, some of these heels I choose to plant my flag on, very bizarre. But I, I don't have the little check-in thing at my gym, so I got to check in audibly. I tell the people my name. So I walked up to the the counter the other day, and I said Goodwin to the the young lady behind the cabinet, the counter, and she just was like, "Uh, okay." You're having a good day? I was like, no, no. My name. I mean, because we kind of just stood there and looked at each other. I was like, good one. And she was like, oh, I, I, did, I didn't say anything. <laughs> uh, thank, congratulations on having a good day. Uh, you want to pull out your scan? And check. I'm like, no, my last name is, is Goodwin. And she was like, oh, it was, it was, very, it was a very hilarious moment in time. So now we transition out of the best advice ever. So give yourself grace, people. Because that's what I'm doing in 2023. Hey, also, if you have any questions, please send those questions to info at comedianmikegoodwin.com. We have a question this week. I'll get to that question right after I do the what you're not going to do. The segment that I do called what you're not Gonna do. If you've seen my comedy stuff, you understand that's my favorite words, made up word. Five syllables, one word. What you're not gonna do, right? And so I saw this in the paper, right? And this was incredible. Well, it's not incredible, it's kind of sad. This is from the District of Columbia, Washington, D.C., which was one time known as Chocolate City, uh, but due to Gentrification, that's no longer the case. But this says the study says that the nation's capital is the loneliest city in the United States in terms of how many people live alone. Nearly half of the households in D.C. are one-person households. 50% of people in D.C. live alone. 
that's I I when I read that I was like, bro. DC needs some friends, man. Y'all need to get Philadelphia up there. <laughs> Cause that's city of brotherly love. The lonely is city. Who is tracking this stuff? Who job is it to say, hey man, these people don't have families. They going to bed crying at night. <laughs> that's not funny. Then the other thing I saw that was pretty interesting, Honolulu, Hawaii. Shout out to the Hula Bowl, which is not even in Hawaii. That's the other thing. I'm doing the Hula Bowl in Florida. Anyway, uh, data from the net credit comparing pizza prices of different states indicates that Hawaii has the most expensive pizza in the country. Look at Hawaii. Uh, if I have any viewers that check it in from Hawaii, come, come look closer. Are you watching? Your pizza costs too much. It already it's already expensive to go to Hawaii. At least give us cheap pizza. Like you could make a notable name for yourself. Hawaii, the most expensive place to travel to, has the cheapest pizza. Though you can go get you some great. Excellent cheap pizza. Expensive pizza in a place that's already expensive to get to. If you come into Hawaii, you're not eating pizza. You eating Hawaiian food. Well, they put the pineapple on it, so you might eat the pizza with the pineapple. Come on, Hawaii. What you're not going to do is have the most expensive pizza so the people from D.C. travel out there by themselves. They're very frustrated by how expensive the pizza is. That's what you're not going to do. Now, speaking of the question of the day, we have an Ask the Bowtie question from my guy, Richard. Uh, as a faithful fan and listener, he, he, he gave me a lot of thanks, Richard. But the question he asked is, what did you learn from the experience on America's Got Talent and how did your experience help you and your comedy career since then? Would you go back and try again? Excellent question. Excellent question. I learned a lot. Number one, I learned that I have what it takes to be successful. One of the things that happens with comedy is when you start, you don't really know. You are hoping. You're optimistic. You're like, do these jokes work? Do I have the uh? The, the the stage presence, do I have what it takes to be successful? So that, that experience with uh, AGT definitely gave me a newfound confidence that, oh, yeah, man, I, I got what it takes. I just need to put some lighter fluid on the fire that's burning. The other thing that I learned that helped my comedy career that Things don't aren't random. They're not random. The show, the show, they have it. It's it's planned out. So I, here I am, like, oh man, it's gonna open doors, which it did. Opened a lot of doors. Gave me a lot of great opportunities. But I, I, I was under this, I was under this uh, naivete, this 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 innocence of 
your talent will bring you to the top of the of the uh of the competition you know cream rises to the top it's organically no there's some strings attached to how things play out and so it really really gave me some more ammunition as to to be very intentional and not just to leave things to chance go in with a game plan and i went in with a game plan related to what i did on stage i wasn't thinking about a game plan of my brand of how i can leverage this into other opportunities in that moment i I thought about those things later but I, i did not see this as an opportunity to grow my brand, move the needle outside of the talent competition. I was more focusing on doing well on the stage and and hopefully getting passed on into the show. So it immensely helped my career and I'm I'm very grateful for this experience. And would I do it again? No. No, I say no, I'm like 89%. No, like, I'm good. Now, possibly if there was a, like, so they didn't like America's Got Talent All-Stars. They brought the comedians back. If they did a a comedy-specific show, I would be open. But just to go through the experience again, I think I... I think I got it. I think I'm good. And with that, folks, thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of the Best Advice Ever podcast, baby. We're going to get 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Check me out on social media. You can find me at Bowtie Comedy on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. I'm over there on TikTok. Also, YouTube. Facebook, find me at Comedian Mike Goodwin, man. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode. It's been a blast, man. I'm your boy, Mike Goodwin. 